hey, you know what? Um, this too shall pass. Um, you know, maybe sports will someday come back. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe never. Uh, Jacques shaking his head vigorously. He's holding up a big sign that says no fucking way. And um, you know what? I couldn't be happier. I'm going to do the dance of joy that my friend Jacques has finally come completely onto the other side of nerddom. You know, he was riding the fence. Oh, I'm a jock. No, now I'm a nerd. No, now you're a full-time nerd, baby. All the way, um, you know, gain an extra 50 pounds, pounding away those snacks. <laughs> no exercise for you. It's just sitting around playing games, watching TV, uh, milk chugs, more like milk chugs than milk duds. Um, how do they call them milk duds when everyone is a winner? They're not. They're not <laughs> I've yet to find an actual dud. Biff, what does the Titanic say to all the passengers when it was sinking? I'm sorry. This is the Wendy's. <laughs> I nominate everybody for the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, Biff. Yeah. What does the movie, the Titanic, and the sixth sense have in common. I don't know. You see dead people? I see dead people. Dead people. I see, I see dead, dead people. people. <laughs> I see dead people. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Carnival Personnel. This is Jacques. Uh, this is Biff, and I don't know why I'm here. And uh, that joke was too soon. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Joe. Well, this show's an evergreen. We don't know. People could be listening to this in 12 years from now and be like, oh. Technically, you know, those guys have been dead for like five days. So oh, I'm yeah. talking about the Titanic. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, as we get started, uh, a huge shout out to last week's sideshow guest, Jim McHugh. Uh, Joe and I, you know, um, had a delightful chat with Jim McHugh, and then we saw him on Thursday. You know, your thoughts? He was uh, as funny as the uh, the video that I saw his uh, <laughs> a comedy on hmm. from um, the dry, what's it called? Dry, dry ice. Dry, dry, no, dry ice. bike. Drive by. Drive by. Drive by. Drive bar. Drive bar. You're lying, George. You're lying. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Q is a pro, man. and he's funny, and uh, he was uh, pleasant to, to be, uh, be meet in person. And uh, yeah. And there was a couple other comics that I do stuff with that we chatted with before and after, who, you know, one of which, you know, has uh, has asked, you know, when they can come on, which is great. Um, the, the There was a a girl, a woman, you know, from this area who lives in LA, who happened to be out here, who's won like the Burbank Comedy Festival, touch base oh, with her. Cool. She oh. wants to come and do the. Show. She's friends with Sally, so uh, a couple more comic guests coming up, including 
two really good friends of mine, uh, comedians Extina and uh, Nick Powell. Is it Extina or Christina? Because yeah, I was gonna say well, she goes by Extina. She goes by Extina, right? But you does know, she say Extina? She does when she gets introduced. Oh, okay. When she performs, she performs with her name Got, Extina. Okay. All right, yeah, I was, I was. She's going with the one name thing. Yeah, you know, uh, and they're both, as Joe now knows firsthand, incredibly funny people. They're really sweethearts and really, really funny people. Of all the, of all the people that I've been doing this with the last seven or eight months, I really enjoy both them as comedians when I get to see them and just hang out with them as people. So they're really, really good people uh, and really funny. So they're next week's sideshow. Uh, and as we get into it, a big happy birthday, not that she will hear this, to management. Today is her birthday. Oh, uh, and yes- oh, I got to send her a text. And yesterday... Uh-huh. And and her birthday, uh, not going well, <laughs> not not going well. She is in Chicago for work, and oh, okay. you know her sister or the the work mom. You know they're hanging out at her sister's yesterday, and she went to put the kids to bed. Came downstairs an hour later, and the woman was just cleaning her counter and her kitchen table and threw out Ellen's sushi and her Diet Coke thinking, oh, it was a kid's sushi left over and that was her meal. Like, and she was oh like, and it's late at this point, you know, so it's not like, oh, I can go out and get another one. No, uh, today was not much better. And yesterday oh. was my sister's birthday. Oh. Yeah, their day part, easy to remember. So oh. I had a, I had a Joe slash Gilbert moment yesterday as it relates to my sister's birthday. Um, I don't recall this from childhood at all. And now over the last 24 hours, having talked about it, I don't know if I have vague recollections coming in, but at one point there was this birthday album, like a keychain you could get that says, you know, Joe type thing, but it was a birthday song. It was like two and a half minutes long. Maybe if I could figure out how to pull it off the internet and play it right here, I will. <laughs> I was giving pause so you know I can find the space in the edit. Anyways, um, so my sister remembers my my mother could only find the album that said Kimberly, which is not her name, but they had one for my brother Mark and me. And I guess we got it a couple times for our birthday. Played it at nauseum, and I don't think I've heard the song in forty five plus years. Mm. <laughs> my, my brother found it on YouTube. You know, and oh, sent, it to, sent it to the whole family thread. Good Lord. I'm driving with the little guy. You know, we, we, went, to a, we went to a football pitch and worked out yesterday. Uh, that was great. The text came through, and I'm like, oh, they've been talking about this all day in text. I don't remember this. I play it. As the second note is being played, I sing the whole song verbatim. Wow. Verbatim. And not verbatim. There's a couple... Space characters that have funky names that I was kind of <laughs> close to, but I had 95. Right. And my little guy's looking at me with a look of horror, um, it's, shock. It's like a Manchurian candidate, like, you know, sort of thing where right. you, you were activated. <laughs> and and a little bit. So it's so a horror, shock, you know, a tad bit of reference thrown in there that I could absolutely remember this and 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 joe will tell you you know joe's done this joe joe's brought up things from like 
eons ago that he'll sing a song that like a theme song from a TV show. And I'll know the first verses. I don't know the seventh verse from Maud, but Joe does. <laughs> I just know that it ends in, and then there's Maud. <laughs> oh, uh, God. But it was, it was one of those memories that something unlocked. And I was like, oh, my God. Now I do, having heard it, remember it. And it's, it's like me with Ice Ice Baby. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you never, you never quite forget that. So, are we going to do that today? <laughs> I oh, am that kidding. Be, that should be. I am so kidding. Actually, the the, the self indulgent theater should be passed to Jacques, and he should That's right. sing, sing that, yeah, sing the song, sing absolutely, the song. absolutely, why absolutely. Why should it be passed to me? Uh, because Chico needed the money. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. Uh, no, but I think we we definitely in in the archives in the vault. And the Carnival Personnel Vault have an Ice Ice Baby, but I don't remember who sang it. I will have to do a search. Do you remember? I think it was um, Don Knotts and uh, Don Adams. Okay. All right. Yes. I think it was not a dry eye in the house when that came out. Like, seriously, it was just it was just a moment. Um, so happy birthday to management and, and my sister. Um, and, and, you know, and, and this one was on me. I, you know. I had to drop the oldest kid off for this new job. I'll talk about it in a second. I'm, I said to the little guy, hey, you know, Auntie Kim's library is only like a half hour away. Let's go surprise her on her birthday. Yeah, I kind of forgot she takes her birthday off. <laughs> but we took a picture standing at her desk in the children's room at the library. It is the thought that counts. So That's like a knows. January 6th moment. It really was. <laughs> Didn't somebody take a picture of Nancy Pelosi's desk? You, know? you should have done the thing. You should have posed with the feet up on her desk. Oh. <laughs> the Confederate flag. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> too far. No, not too Um yeah, so 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 that that was good. Uh, well, happy birthday, sister and wife, unnamed. No, we didn't. And if we were in the south, it might be my sister's wife, but we're not. So, and uh, yeah, the the other big news is I talked about it at a nauseum. Uh, but my oldest little guy, who isn't that little anymore, passed his lifeguard uh, certification in February, and this week started his lifeguard job. Nice. Nice. On Tuesday, as we were driving, I was taking him to school. We had Juneteenth off because it's a holiday and people shouldn't work on Juneteenth. It's right. a special holiday. Only a monster or racist would possibly go to, or, or first responder who has to be there. You know what I mean? Otherwise, there's no exception. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, those uh, scumbags <laughs> who work on Juneteenth. Um you know, I, I think are worse than Hitler. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, so the streak of Does, you want to see my SS Hitler tattoo? So, <laughs> so, um, so Tuesday, I'm driving into school, and we we got the phone call from the rec department saying, "Oh, blah blah blah, the training starts," and we're like, "Oh, when it starts? Like, oh, it starts today." You know, because the high school got out like last week. I'm like, "Well, he still has school," and um. And oh, they're not on the same schedule. No, no. Uh, That's I, 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 I think the seniors are out. But anyways, he. he they, oh, so, I see. Okay, yeah. So they started. They start the training. They're like, did you get the letter? Uh, no, the letter came in Wednesday. <laughs> but we hang up, and I drop him off to school, and he calls at like eleven thirty. He's like, "We're not doing anything. Can you come pick me up, and I'll go to lifeguard training today?" I'm like, "Okay." And then Wednesday morning, he's like, "Um." 
Oh, Tuesday night, he, he had a great time. It was fun. He got to meet people. They don't have enough lifeguards. So this is another week of new recruit training. So he's helping train them. Mm. And he's like, there's nothing going on at school tomorrow. Do I have to go? I'm like, you know what? You don't. You don't. You know, he has no love for this. It's like, it's not like it's not like the eighth grade. When we got out of the eighth grade, you might never see these people again. But you're going to be playing online with them tomorrow yeah. or you're on a discord server doing something. So he's like, so he did it. And then he worked today. Uh, Joe has seen the pictures that I will not post. Somebody learned a valuable lesson of, yeah, you have to reapply sunblock. If you're going to be outside for seven hours at a pool. I mean, oh. like, like, like oh. you know, and it's one of those life lessons. It's like, you can tell him and tell him and tell him, but now he will remember forever. It's like, you know, uh, hot water. Burn baby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for playing along. Uh, what else? Um, and uh, I had to I had to call the Mario Brothers today. Uh, but they're uh, Mario Brothers. Why would you need to call plumbers? Because I'm, I'm in my office, you know, doing the Lord's work, as some would say. Wait, wait, wait. So is, your, is, is it, did you really call, like, is there... Mario Brothers plumbing, or oh, did you just call plumbers? No, we only wish uh, yeah, because that would be awesome. Okay, we could pay them in mushrooms. So, yeah, it is low. I can get some. <laughs> uh, sidebar: uh, A few years back, when we first got this place, we were trying to put a bathroom down here to make it an in-law apartment for our mother-in-law. We could not get for six months anybody to come and even look. Uh, Joe and I have a really good friend who has had at the time a contracting company. And I reached out to him and he said, I have three places where my staff is sitting on their hands, pending a plumber showing up before they go on to the next phase. I'd love Holy to help cow. you. I, we call it this. Holy a, cow. Like Lowell, one of, one of its nicknames is the Mill City. And there's Mill City Plumbing. You see the, the trucks all over the place. We want to use a little guy. You know what I mean? A local person. Finally called them. Three weeks later, it's scheduled. I get the call at 8 a.m. the day they're supposed to be here at 9 a.m. saying, uh, they're not coming. And I'm like, I took off a half a day of work, which is a lie. You know, how do you call in sick? To a podcast. To yeah. a podcast. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, no, we're not moving it. We're not coming. We have so much of our contract at work. I'm very sorry. We can't help you. And I'm like, oh, and, my and, God. And he's like, do you want to talk to a supervisor? I'm like, yeah, I actually do. I knew it was going to get anything. And I told the guy, I'm like, look, this is going yeah. on. He goes, I understand you. I'm so sorry. Maybe we can reschedule for a few weeks from now. We just, and I told the guy, cause we live about a half mile from a trade school, trade high school. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, no, I'm planning if I can to make my boys go there, be plumbers. And I already told them go there. And, and you come out of there with an apprenticeship and your plumber's life. It's all of that stuff. And I said, I will buy a van. You will be the Mario Brothers. You will wear those things. You guys will retire by the time you're 40. And there's a pause. And the guy says, if they go to that school, you call me when they start their senior year. <laughs> I will hire them. And if they do want to do the Mario Brothers thing, I will go in on it with you. He, he, and, and then we had a nice conversation of like, how hasn't that been done? Like, how is it their local plumbers, you know, who, I mean, you can skirt around it. You know what I mean? You can say brothers plumbing and just have you and red overalls and the other one in green overalls. Nintendo was very litigious. You can figure it out. You can, anyway. You know, 
two aids in the Mario, the Mario brothers. <laughs> right. Uh, so, um, no. So I'm in my office. White uh, mustaches. And, right. Thank you. White um, mustaches. And then they, yeah. I, I go to the fridge, you know, down in the laundry room and it is raining men. Hallelujah. By Ooh. raining men, I mean water coming out of the drop ceiling like it's Niagara. Slowly I turn. And clean man. clean, clean water though, right? The clean stuff. <laughs> right. It's supply water, right? It's not, <laughs> not, not, not yeah. wastewater. And, and I'm looking, yeah. I'm like, well, the washing machine's over there. So if the washing machine blew up, yes, there would be a puddle of water such as I'm standing in. But that puddle of water would be by the washing machine and not mm. coming from the ceiling. Uh, so I turn off the valve. I run up to the first, I run up to the first floor where the bathroom is right over where it's coming down. It's fine. Run up to the second floor and it's, there's a pool of water there and something happened with that toilet. We don't know. We might never know. We have uh, mm. top men looking into it. Top men. Um, but top ramen. And, uh, and of course, you know, of somebody we used before call right away. Yep. Give me a couple hours. I'm dropping this job. Four hours later, call. Yeah, I can't make it. Maybe I'll get there tomorrow. <laughs> so finally, scramble. There's an app called Thumbtack. Got somebody came out. It was, you know, only only like 350 bucks, which I'm not being sarcastic. Like in my head, I said, because I'm thinking they're going to have to take off the drywall. Right. Where is this coming from? And, uh, but the mold remediation will be thousands. That, that's that's what management said. She's like, well, we're still going to have to have somebody come in, inspect, maybe take that wall out and stuff like that. But um, but yeah. you need that wall. I you mean, know? <laughs> I say build a wall. <laughs> build a wall. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. So, yeah. so and uh, It'll be a beautiful wall. It'll be, it'll be the best wall. So, and, and, and the we'll Mexicans get, are going to pay for it. I was going to say, we're going to pay for it. Thank you. Thank thank you. you. Uh, we're, uh, we're awful people. Uh, the best, though, the best of awful people. Yeah. So, what's happening with uh, with you, gentlemen? Anything fun and exciting? Uh, no. Over. I, yeah. <laughs> Joe, do you remember I... what cracked us up last? So, so I know, I know, everybody loves to hear about mine and Joe's shenanigans out on the. <laughs> so last week. You know, Joe rolls over like a boss in bed, and <laughs> and he is armed with uh, what wh he's armed with what 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 tri oh Trivial Pursuit TV edition from 1990, and as wow. we were scrolling through his plex in which we watched a show called Lidsville, um, with Charles Nelson Riley, Saturday morning spectacular. Two seasons that thing got. Butch, uh, Butch uh, Patrick was the kid star. It's a uh, long story short. I don't know how everybody who worked over at Hanna Barbera wasn't on acid. It was Sid and Marty Carl. Sid and Marty Carl. Well, they were right. Yeah, dude. This is an acid trip. This this kid falls into a magician's hat. Right after sneaking into a magician's tent, which, like, by the way, I mean, even if you're way into magic. You still don't want to go into a magician's tent after a show. You don't know what you're going to discover. <laughs> I mean, the hat was the least creepy thing yes. about that. <laughs> Kid falls into a hat, and it takes him to a world called Lidsville, where all the characters are hats. Giant hats. They take on the accents and, per and stereotypical personalities of the 
Well, you want you want. Uh, I mean, I don't think there was a sombrero. I don't think there was a traditional Chinese hat. I don't think they, you know, one of those things. I don't think they went that far. But there was um, a beret, a beret, a French beret. Okay. Uh, there's like a cowboy hat. Um, there's um, a, like a gangster kind of fedora, like you know, with a oh. complete with cigar. Yeah. Like it was like a almost like a <laughs> Edward G. Robinson yep. that they were going for. Um, it goes on and on. Look it up. It's probably on YouTube or um, on uh, some sort of hallucinogen. <laughs> Your favorite hallucinogen. And then we watched uh, an episode, uh, early episode, season one of Barney Miller. Yep. Uh, uh, where Fish is younger than Jacques. And the whole premise wow. is the whole premise is he's too old to do the job and he's trying to retire. But Barney Miller won't let him retire. Because he, even though he's old and can barely get up a flight of steps, let alone chase down a bad guy, uh, he still has something to offer the force. Um, oh, dude, it, it, it's awesome. But we were, you know, reading Trivial Pursuit cards in between loading things up because that's how that's how we party. That's our life. You know, when management goes out of town, Joe and I get fucking crazy. And I'm upping the game tonight. Yeah. Not only did I bring back the cards, Biff. Not only did I bring back the cards, vamp while I get the thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, hold on. I'll do, why don't I go with drum roll? I uh, have. Oh my god, a TV guide. Not one TV guide. Oh. <laughs> six TV guides from 1979 to 1980. <laughs> and is this uh, like part of your collection? Yeah, you know, some there's a guy in like my area who every now and then. Will post on like one of those free apps, right? Right. Yeah. Um, six like b- batches of like six TV guides. Where like I don't okay. know if he's scanning them or whatever. Yeah. And th- these are all from like the New York area, but um, <clears throat> I keep grabbing them from the same guy. Like it's a porch pickup kind of thing. I've right. never seen who this right, right, right. Like, you know, but it's cool because like, and it's like not far from where I live, so it's just like. Every couple of months, I get like, I'm gonna have a subscription to TV Guide from 1979. <laughs> what was that movie, The Mailbox? Oh, where, where, the Notebook? The Notebook, where over time they were writing love letters. <laughs> yes. Over time. Yes. So I'm getting love letters from, you know, Pernell Roberts from <laughs> Trevor Pernell John. Roberts. Yeah. Here, here's the crazy thing, though, Biff. I, I, I'm not kidding when I say this. As much as anybody in our age laughs and think it's hilarious that Joe has these, when he hands you one and you start yeah. scrolling through it, you can't put no, it they're down. Fascinating. You yeah. right, you cannot put it down. Yeah. yeah, like how can you resist this TV guide with Barnaby Jones on the cover? Barnaby Jones, mm. or uh, this one with a very favorable caricature of Ricardo Montalban, Montalban, and, and tattoo and, or Herbie Villages. Villages, deep plane. Oh, I'm doing Gilbert Gottfried's rendition of her. Well, the, um, that the woman with uh, Stay for with Bernie Barney Miller used to be. What, did she play Catwoman? Lee, for yeah, a while? she was uh, Lee Merriweather. Yeah, Lee Merriweather was she Catwoman for what? She she was Lee Mer- She was Catwoman for the Batman movie. 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 Oh, that's what Not it was. The okay. series, right? Right. Okay. And, and speaking, uh, of, Julie Newmar did the series. Yeah, uh, uh, along with Eartha Kitt. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's right. Earth uh, and right. don't let, let and our man Pernell Roberts right there. There you go, Pernell Roberts. Nice. So and and here's a a very uh, um, 
sultry looking Barbara Walters. Oh my God. Uh, wow, 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 wow. Oh, yeah. Bow, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, she was only 70 in that. Hi, oh, dibs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, so rude. So, Joe, I said something to Joe last week. Do you have any idea? I don't think I've ever seen you laugh that hard in your life when we were just, but we do. We just, you know, we were watching and we watched something. Did we end up watching a movie too? Not a movie. Uh, gosh, what did we scroll through? Did we watch like a, it wasn't a game show. No, hold on. Okay. Okay. Joe has a Plex account and he's curated some stuff that you're like, what is he doing? All right, let's watch one. And then five hours later, you're like, oh, thank God. We decide, follow along with us. Come on this journey, Biff. He uploads the electric company, PBS Kids Show. Right, right. Yeah. We're like, okay, let's watch an episode. It was delightful, and it really was memory lane. It was special. Spider Man, sweet Spider Man was on it Um, with the weird underarm webbing. Yep, yep. Uh, But then also the giant eyes. Yeah, and also um, Spider Man's a dick. Yeah, yeah. He's like you know he's he's like you know screwing around with the guy. Uh, You know the guy like sets down like these big giant letters that spell. God, what was it like? T, not T, but it was like uh, something like that. And the Spider-Man comes around and steals the letters, and the guy's like losing his mind, thinking like, "Oh my God, I just put these letters down. What's going on?" And then like, as he's talking to a woman who's like, "You know, what are you doing?" And it's like, "I, I put these letters down, and then you know, all of a sudden they're gone." And then, like, a new letter appears because Spider-Man was putting a new letter down behind his back. And so, yeah, for, like, three minutes, Spider-Man is just fucking with this guy. For no reason. No. And, you so, know. So, l- let, me, let me ask you. Is it, is it, is it possible that these uh, Spider-Man episodes weren't actually written by the, the Marvel uh, <laughs> writers? I'm, I, just, I, just, I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they just sort of lent the likeness to the fine people of a children's <laughs> television workshop and let them just do it. It's kind of like the Hall- Sid and Marty Croft. It was the, doing all the script writing. Star Wars holiday special version <laughs> of yeah. the Spider-Man saga. So we're, oh wa- we're, we're, watch- we're watching The Electric Company, and then there's a special guest. Oh, yes. Tell about the guest. Well, of course, um, the same two people who were being fucked with by um, Spider-Man earlier. They're okay. in a di- now they're in a diner, uh, and then the woman's uh, like uh, it's her diner, and the the guy is a patron of the diner, and okay. uh, they're just talking about something or other. And all of a sudden, in walks our special guest star Grover from Sesame Street. Okay, so he cannot remember where he lives and how to get back there. He doesn't know how to get to Sesame Street. So basically, the joke is, can you tell me how to get? How to Jeez. get to Sesame Street. So those crossover shows, you know what I mean? But that also led us to right. the rabbit hole of, remember when um, Grover was a waiter on Sesame Street and the blue guy would always come in and fuck with... Uh, well, Grover would always mess with him. Oh, right, that's what. That's how we thought. Mm. We thought, oh yeah, Grover was such a dick to the blue guy and, and, and we lived for it. We loved it. And they were like, let's see if we can find that on YouTube. Turns out, there's a playlist of 56 episodes of our segments of uh, Grover being a waiter with of this course. guy. So anyways, we get started. First couple of ones in there. I don't know if they're in chronological order, but the first couple of ones in, 
blue guy walks in. Uh, oh, waiter. Uh, oh, yes. How can I help you? Uh, um, there's. Uh, I would like uh, some soup. Oh, yes, of course. Here I come with the soup. And he goes back and gets the soup. Charlie, one bowl of soup for the blue guy. And then come in comes Grover. Here is your soup, sir. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, sir. Oh, yes. What is it, sir? Uh, this uh, this soup is too hot. Oh, okay. Let me blow on it for you. <sighs> oh, no, 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 no. Go in there and get me another bowl of soup. And this goes on for like five minutes. Um, and we realized, wait a minute. We had it all wrong. The blue guy was the dick to Grover. <laughs> and Grover <laughs> was just doing his job. And then at the end of every segment... You know, it would be like, uh, uh, you know, oh, here you go, sir. After 17 bowls of soup, this is the perfect bowl of soup for you. Well, now I can't eat it. Well, why not? Well, uh, it's, it's time for me to go back to work. My lunch break is over. <laughs> and, Did you ever um, see that fucker leave a chip? No. Ne once. No. no. Nothing. No. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't know if that's a stereotype among all blue people, but <laughs> I don't want to, you know, cast aspersions. Two grown men, their wives either away or somewhat <laughs> abandoned them, and we're watching <laughs> Electric Company that spilled over to curated Grover it's... clips until one in the morning. Uh, I think we cut it off at eleven. Well, okay. I think we had an early morning the next day. Oh no, it was uh, it was it was awesome. Um, Gro uh, Bill <laughs> Grover, Biff, did you feel like you were there with did, our did, retelling? Did, did with our um, yeah, especially because you're wearing a blue shirt. Oh <laughs> yes, right. My yeah. well, this is a, a Miyagi Do shirt. You can't really tell. Him you can't lighting. find Miyagi Do. What's that? It's hard to find those. Oh, these shirts. Oh yeah, right. no, you can find Eagle Fang. Oh yeah, all over the place. Eagle fan, which right, that's my toe job. Yeah, you know, you can of course find. You know, didn't now? Uh, didn't we? Uh, somebody meet somebody from Eagle fan. Oh, Biff. Oh, fuck. Okay. Hey, did, 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 did you didn't watch Cobra Kai, right? Biff. No. Okay. So Cobra. No, Kai, I did not. That was on YouTube or something. It yeah. started. And then it went to Netflix. Yeah. Now, now, you, can, now okay. you can watch all of them on Netflix. And now there's oh, okay. like five seasons. It's great. So management is in Chicago. And she, uh, she's, you know, after work in the lobby, she gets in the elevator. She noticed a guy getting in the elevator with like no shoes on, like from the lobby. And she's like, what's this guy doing with no shoes walking around the lobby? As the elevator door shut, the guy notices her and says, oh, Duran Duran, huh? Because fun fact. She likes Duran Duran and wears their paraphernalia. Has it has this come up on the podcast? Maybe. Okay. And then she know, and then she goes, he's like, oh, Duran Duran, huh? And she, without blinking, now realizes the shoeless guy says, Cobra Kai? And he's like, Yeah, I'm Stingray. A guy, <laughs> a guy who was very, very big the last couple seasons. And then they end up chatting for like 10 minutes. Not only does he take an Ussie with her, um, does a video shout out for the boys, you know? That's funny. That is great. Because she tells him, it's like, yeah, last summer, last summer, we went, my family, you know, my, my two boys and my husband, we drove seven hours to a drive-in in Pennsylvania to watch a triple feature of The Karate Kid, which now all of a sudden our little guy, you know, wanted 
was all in on Cobra Kai and it's been our right. family yeah. show for the past few years. He thought that was the greatest thing. Um, so yeah. And it's Paul Walter Hauser. Oh yeah. He's in a big show. Now he's in another show right now. What is he in right now? Uh, I don't know. I forget what he's, is he in white? Not white Lotus. Is it white Lotus? I don't know what he's, he's in. But... He's in another show right now, but yeah, he, he was, he was in like, uh, he was in I, Tanya. He's in a, oh, a show called The After Party. Yeah, yeah. I, Tanya, he was Jeff Galuli's friend, the one who actually hit. Yeah, he played, uh, he also played the, um, he was in that uh, movie about the Atlanta bomber. Right, right. Oh, uh, the um, Olympic bomber. Richard, yeah. The Olympic bomber. Yeah. Richard, Richard Jewell. That was the name of the movie That's and right. the man. Uh, of course, you know, he was not a bomber, but it was. No. It was basically that was just like Clint Eastwood going after the media, man, because the media basically made it out to look like, hey, this guy is, you know, guilty by association. And they kind of, kind of jumped the conclusions a little bit. Yes. So the guy was super, super sweet. And like, I love that. Like did a free cameo for, oh. for, for our, our shout out for the there point. There you go. Thank you, Joe. I would have forgot that. Um, at the same time, you know, entertainment, uh, for, 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 for a couple of days here this week, looked like it was going to be the cause of my eminent divorce. <laughs> um, management's out of town. And it's just me and the boys. And right. I was kind of forbade for going and seeing the Flash movie. Forbidden. Forbidden. Wait, what? what? So I, I didn't realize she cared so much about those um, uh, Marvel franchise movies. She doesn't. No. The, uh, oh. Oh, 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 Biff. It's not oh, Marvel. It's just DC. DC. Oh, whatever. That's it. You know what? <laughs> I know Japanese guy. It's all the same. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Mothra and Godzilla is all the same. Uh, well, they're the same franchise. Now, if you said Gamera and Godzilla, you know, that's a <laughs> different words. story. But... Words, yeah. <laughs> so Ezra Miller turns out to be a douchebag. You know, he's been arrested a lot the last couple oh, of years. Oh, that guy. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, okay, that guy. Okay. Po possibly yeah. has been grooming somebody for a few years who he ran away with. Um, I don't know the whereabouts of that. But anyway, so, and she's also upset that, like, yeah, DC has canceled a couple movies with, you know, minority characters as the lead and women characters as the lead. But, oh, okay, another white guy who, you know, can do whatever they want, but we're still going to make sure that movie gets out. And look, I I I want it to wait. There's some things it's like, you know what? This guy's a douche. I want to see this, but I'll wait for it on Plex. I'll wait for it on, you know, something where it's free or something like that. But I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and a lot of superhero and, you know, sci-fi stuff. I didn't know a lot of spoilers. And I started hearing a couple spoilers. I'm like, fuck. I don't want this entire movie to be ruined. I, so I knew somebody was in it that I was like looking forward to. There was about five cameos that I'm glad I saw, but, but called while we were getting ready to watch it. We're in the theater and like it went to voicemail. Cause I turned my phone off. Um, I guess called and texted, you know, one of my sons who said, Oh, we're at the flash movie called me back. Like kept calling until I answered and was, yeah, didn't talk to us for like, you know, several days, including Father's Day. <laughs> like, was furious. Like, absolutely. You did cheat on her. Yeah. With yeah. Ezra Miller. Yeah. No, it's And not. Michael Keaton. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I didn't and know if everybody knew. I don't care. I'm uh, spoiling it right oh, okay. now. 
and Christopher yeah. Reeve and George Reeves and uh you know I don't know if uh, you go on and on Clooney yeah Clooney Batman so so the, everybody knows the big Superman story everybody knows the quintessential Batman story the quintessential flash story you know on the TV show and the comic books on the animated movies the last 20 years it's called Flashpoint where Flash realizes you know his mother was killed his father was blamed so he grew up with you know at age 10 his mom being killed his father in jail wrongfully convicted for a murdering his mother he always professed his father's innocence he realizes if he goes back in time he can keep his mom from being killed but it's fucks up all of humanity in some bad ways and some really bad ways and this was one of those yeah those multiverse you know you know crossover but you got to see superman from like 20 different universes of course each and every one of the classic classic iterations now, it, was it well done or kind of like it was it was well done okay it wasn't like uncanny valley like way it, it was well done when i saw christopher reeves it was it niagara falls it was it, niagara falls. it really was and there was a couple other moments so in his world ben Affleck is batman oh right you know and so <laughs> and so he goes back in time you know and ends up that batman is 40 years older and it's michael keaton yeah, and they have to. Go. I, th I I was hoping that you know they, he would go back in time, but then it goes to a different universe, and in that universe, Ben Affleck is is a Flash, <laughs> is that, that and then you have the then you have the freaking Spider Man thing of what? <laughs> that would have that would have been great. Which, by the way, I rewatched the Spider Man with all three of them, and I saw all the outtakes. So much of their dialogue was just improv, and those three guys had so much fun shooting that together that they're like, "We want to, we want to do this. Let's, you know, yeah. figure out how we can be in movies together." Because they had such a great time. But as far as the Flash goes, so he goes back, he fixes everything. He comes to realize his mother has to die and has to die mm. the way that she died. It's like that Star Trek episode when they go back to the 40s. Yeah. And Elizabeth Taylor has to die in yeah. order for Hitler to not. Again, second Hitler comment. God damn it. We can't go through a podcast without mentioning Hitler. Yeah, but next week, Sasha. No. Nope. We are looking into the future. There was already. And you know what? It's usually me. You know, who makes these references? You are at three for three. You reference Hitler. I would never, I would never. Um, so, so the great thing is he fixes the universe when, when he goes back and he talks to his mom, but his mom doesn't know it's him kind of thing. Again, just absolute waterworks, absolute waterworks, but he fixes it. He's back. Everything's fine. He's coming out of court with his father who he got off on an appeal because you know, he, you know, he fixed one thing in the past, one tiny thing in the past. His father, his mother, his mother got stabbed while his father went out to get a can of, of tomatoes because his mother, you know, makes his pasta on Sundays. And the father went to get a can of the soup. The movie opens by there's a package at his door and Bat Bruce Wayne apologizing that the flash dry from the footage that was corrupted all those years ago they fixed it the flash drive you okay. know the usb drop but whatever it was corrupt back then so it couldn't exonerate the dad well the footage the new 
thing that Wayne Tech came up with is perfect. The dad's wearing a baseball cap and never looks up. So you can't see that it's him. But when he goes back in time, you know, he saves the mom. How he saves the mom is he goes to the store and gets a can of tomatoes so his father <laughs> never has to leave to go uh, get it. Yeah. And then he grows up to kind of be a dick. He's like, he's an obnoxious, you know, douche. person. He's kind of a douche. But when he has to kill his mom, he knows he has to go back to the store when the mom's there and take it out <sighs> of the shopping cart. But he puts it on a higher shelf. So when the dad goes to get it, he has to look up to get uh. it. So he fixes it in his timeline. He walks out of court. He gets a call from Bruce. He looks down at the phone. It's Bruce. He's like, yeah, blah, blah. And Bruce is like, I'm pulling up now. And he pulls up now to, to you know, drive away with Barry. And it's George Clooney. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, who the hell are you? Because <laughs> it's not Ben Affleck. And I'm like, oh, my God. They got everybody but Christian Bale. Yeah. Like everybody. But. Uh, but but and Adam my, West is in it. At, you know, yeah, think, yes, no. Not only is Adam West in it, I don't remember the guy's name. But when when Batman first happened in 1939, they had movie serials. The serials one, yeah. And no, it, right, right, where right. Batman had a gun. Yeah, Batman had a gun. Just drove a regular car. Yeah. It wasn't until Bill Finger came around in like 41 and gave you. Everything else, yes, yes. <laughs> like everything that we know about him, right? But so, so no, but no Val Kilmer, but no Val, no, no well, Val Kilmer. I yeah, don't, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, maybe there was like when there was flashing things, and, and maybe he was probably in there. I mean, that's one. a tough one, right? Because he can't really perform. You right? know, right? It would have been. Right, a, and you I don't, mean, they right? Had, and you don't want to. They had Christopher Reeve. Oh, I will tell you yeah. what else. Uh, you know, uh, but you know, Val Kilmer's not dead. <laughs> right? I know, so, yeah. right? So yeah, he's just you can't. And, 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 that's yeah. a that's a tough one. But it, yeah. but it was great. I loved it. It was what I wanted. Great. You know, I'm not giving away everything, but it was a fun, fun. It it was great. I'll tell you what else made me cry. I hate seeing previews. <laughs> I usually wait outside during previews. I saw the preview for Indiana Jones. Oh, it got me uh, like literally, uh, like 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 the music. Like, like Harrison Ford in every public appearance promoting yeah. Indiana Jones. He's it got overcome you. with it. Like yeah. he he's something's yeah. going on with him where he's maybe it's uh, realizing his mortality or his importance. I think he. I think yeah, Indiana Jones is. Harrison Ford's yeah. favorite character of all time. Like yeah. that, that that's probably like it's his character. Like he is Indiana Jones. Yeah. And to see that this could be is probably the last, you know, is probably bringing filling him with certain kinds of emotions. Yeah. Um but although the critics by the way, I don't know. I I I checked out the reviews kind of lukewarm. Um, I, I don't yeah. care. I know. I'm going to go. I'm going to love it. Uh what they did with Mark Hamill on The Mandalorian two years ago with the facial technology. Right, yeah. Chicken shit. Like, like compared to. <laughs> no, it's leaps and bounds. It's Harrison Ford. Right. You know, it's Harrison Ford at 31 years old when they have the flashback scenes in the in the trailer. OK, yeah. But you see. 31, 32 year old Harrison Ford and that music. And it's just, it hits right. me. You know, so you're, you're saying that the, 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 the Tron with Jeff Bridges as the younger Jeff Bridges didn't do it for you. I actually liked it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying the, the special effects because <laughs> well, that special effects was pretty awful. We've come a little ways. We've come. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know what? We, you and I have never, ever, ever watched an Indiana Jones. I, we almost know, never reference Indiana Jones in our, in our travels. It's always Star Wars or, you know, whatever. But, you would think that Indiana Jones would pop up. But I think 
I don't think a week goes in through my life where I don't say I hate snakes. snakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, or he chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just did it in the last podcast. Top men. Right. Top, Top men. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that, that's one of the And, ones. of course, who does he get an autograph from in Indiana Jones and the um, Last Crusade? Who does Indiana Jones get an autograph from? I'm in blanking. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Who? I'm blanking on it. You mentioned Hitler. Oh, my God. Right. I would never. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Third. I, I went for the hat Fourth. trick. Yeah, no. Yeah, we, we or, have two. Or the Heil trick. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. Die. Just die. So. So yeah, I could be getting divorced over the Flash movie, uh, <laughs> uh, but but on a happier note, I guess you know Joe just found a link, and I will post it on the socials. I'm gonna I'm, I'll throw in a hundred bucks. Uh, the Museum of Science in Boston in Boston um, is proposing a giant Spock Vel uh, you know Vulcan greeting like you know hand. Like a, a a big statue of the Vulcan greeting, and uh, they're trying to raise five hundred thousand. They've come up with three hundred thousand, and Jacques's going to throw in the other two hundred. Wait, <laughs> I'll take fifty donuts <laughs> now. <laughs> Can't they do it for like two thousand bucks if they just put it into a three three D printer? Right, <laughs> they're the museum. I'm, I'm just science. I'm just asking a question. Right. No, I mean, you, yeah, they have some mock-ups of what they want this to look like, and it's—I it, mean, it's—it's it, it's just fucking awesome. It's just like this gigantic, glowing, you know, hand that's doing the Vulcan uh, sign there, and to see that, like, to drive by that, like, every day going to work or something, would be. Uh, I'm going to look for a job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That'll force me to drive through. <laughs> yeah. Or you're just going to ride the green line trolley. Back from, and forth. Yeah, back and forth between Leechmere and Science Park. Um, which, Leechmere, like, right, 40 years gone. Leechmere Station, by the way, is named after the Leechmere Department Store, which has gone defunct in like 1995. Um, but the Leechmere Station uh, lives on. Well, it's funny because, you know, just sidebar for just a sec, in Doha, it was confusing because there was this big intersection, which they call like, you know, the Hilton Circle, which used to be a roundabout that's now a four-way stop. And management asked, like, why does the name come? Oh, there used to be a Hilton there. Like when yeah. they like like 30, 40 years ago that they took down, they moved to another part of town or the real but anyway. So yeah. yeah. And so by the way, Leechmere was like the best buy of Boston for, you know, uh, many okay. years. It was great. It, we had no. It, it was one of the big them and Filene's had had um, ticket counters, so people knew. Oh, you don't have to go to Strawberries. You can go to Leechmere or Filene's that sold concert tickets. Yeah, Strawberries, by the way, was a. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me tell you about this thing called Tower Records. Oh, oh, oh man, this is like wait, that still exists in the homeland, though, right? There's still a yes, tower. it does. Okay, right. No, I mean, but yeah, this is the like the defunct sponsor segment. <laughs> I, I only know that because I think you've mentioned it. I think Quest Love, I saw, <laughs> you know, he every time he goes there, he, you know, he makes a pilgrimage to Tower Records. So he still loves going there. The last time I went there, you know what I bought at the Tower Records? A baby metal CD. Wow. That's awesome. Speaking of defunct sponsors, there's a Toys R Us. I think they're still in Canada. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, Biff, can you corroborate that? <laughs> oh, the second I moment. Cannot. You uh, know what? I wonder if there might be Toys R Us in Japan, too. Let me look that up. Yeah, because I know that... Like, then we're going to move. If there's a Tower Records and a Toys R Us... I mean, there is a, I mean, technically, there's a Toys R Us section in Macy's now, which isn't the same, you know? I mean, you're not going to go... You're not going to buy to be... Uh, to try to win a uh, supermarket sweep style, you know, right? You know, no. Every year they would hold like so. I think Nickelodeon or something it, it would hold some sort of contest where that. How do you say Genesequa? Yeah, <laughs> shut up, you. <laughs> <Genesequa>. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you you need that. Um, you need that. The whole experience. And now for something completely different. Uh, and this week's self-indulgent theater, um, I have I have asked our good friend Joe if he could do one of my favorite voices he does, that of former uh, uh, um, mayor of Burlington, Vermont, <laughs> better known as America's senator, Senator Bernie Sanders, reading the lyrics of one of my favorite Beastie Boys, one of all of our favorite Beastie Boys songs, You Gotta Fight for Your Right. So without further ado, Mr. Sanders. Okay. Thank you, Jacques and Joe. I have one thing to say to the 1% of the 1% out there. Kick it! You wake up late for school, man, you don't want to go. You ask your mom, please, but she still says no. You miss two classes and no homework. But your teacher preaches class like you're some kind of jerk. You gotta fight for your right to party. Your pop caught you smoking, and he said, no way. That hypocrite smokes two packs a day. Man, living at home is such a drag. Now your mom threw away your best porno mag. Busted. You gotta fight. For your right to affordable health care. Party! Democratic Party! The end. You might hear music when you're listening. I'm not hearing music when I'm doing that voice. I will tell you, it was music to my ears. You know, I'm, I'm going to go dry my eyes while you listen to this week's defunct sponsor. Did you know that the largest record store in the known, in the known world universe is here in Los Angeles? It is, and it's called Tower Records. And Tower Records is located in the heart of the Sunset Strip.
At Tower, you'll find tens of thousands of your favorite LPs and tapes and a few drunk pop stars. And you'll find that they're all super discount priced. Tower will always save you money on the LPs and tapes you buy. You'll find more rock LPs than you ever thought existed. And that includes more imported rock LPs. You'll find more jazz and more classics, more easy listening, more country, more international, more spoken word, more of everything than you've ever seen in one store at one time. It sounds like heaven. And you'll find thousands of 45 RPM singles. In short, the largest record store in the known universe lives up to its name, Shop Tower Records in the heart of Sunset Strip tonight and every night of the year until midnight. It is a good place. And Tower will have my latest album this afternoon, so go get it. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Uh, speaking of a whole experience, uh, the Titanic was sank because it was a giant hole. And the Titanic, you know, it hit an iceberg. Right. It was it the, sank. the greatest naval disaster of all time. Uh, what was the ship's moniker before it took off? Uh, unsinkable. Oh, okay. All right. right. But but it, it lasted how many voyages before it finally sank? Uh, um, Carry the one. One. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, that's no, it, it, it. Yeah. Just the one. Okay, yeah. great, great. Gosh, I love to go see it sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They still have toys. I, there's a specific one that I used to go to in Tokyo, and it's freaking still there. Wow. Is it big? Yeah. Is it a real one? I mean, it's still it was there. a real one. Yeah, yeah, it was a real one. We'll put wow. it on a list for our 2025 visit. Um, Oh, I would love to go to Tokyo. Come with us. We're, we're like we're literally planning on on doing a trip in, in uh, July of twenty twenty five. I'm let me just look at my wallet. I don't have ten thousand dollars. No, but if you me. plan ahead and stuff like that, you plan know, ahead. You, know. you think I'd be here if I planned ahead? <laughs> you know what? But you know what is cheap in Japan is food. So yeah, like it's right. cheap to eat out. But it's all sushi. Eh, no, it's not. Mm. It's not all sushi. And we're all, all going to stay at Biff's brother's church. They're going to put us up. They have a youth hostel. Oh, at, no. At, Stop. You know, you know, Japanese. You haven't seen Jesus. You've seen Japanese Jesus. <laughs> Japanese Have you seen the Jesus. Korean Jesus, brother? Doom, doom, yes. Doom. Yes, I have. The, the jacked Korean Jesus? Yep. Yep. Just yeah. like... I always say ripped like Jesus, but this guy is yeah. like Lou Ferrigno, you know. Geez. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so let, let's talk about that a little bit. The uh, sightseeing submarine that impl- it turned out it imploded. Yeah. <clears throat> it was called the Titan. Um, and it was apparently a um, shitbox about the size of a minivan that housed five. It's, it, was, it was actually, they misspelled the word tight one. And, and then that's, <laughs> they were yeah, they it, got even a little bit tighter. Yeah. It was, I mean, this thing was like held together with like flex tape. I think. Well, I don't, I don't want to correct you all the time, Joe. So stop being wrong all the time. No, it Sorry. doesn't seat five. It seats six. There was a sixth passenger who bailed, yeah. who bailed. And, Went public yesterday with the text messages of the CEO offering to cut his ticket price to come on the voyage. And he was like, no. And he thought about it. He's like, well, because I forget. It was like it was like $120,000, per seat. At least that's what the rich people Right, right, right. Yeah, right. The father and son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard the father and son paid. Two twenty, two fifty each, or yeah, two fifty together each. Yeah. So yeah, but the CEO, 
the day before and the whole the day of kept like lowering the price and trying to entice him to get on this thing. He was like, yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to do it. What's it going to take to get you into this so uh, it, submersive? It, it, seat six. And, and, and everybody around the world was the countdown and then some morbid fuck put it on twitter like the count so he, he's, like the, he's like the he's like the he's like the marky mark of uh of uh, a submarine track you know if i was on that submarine the, i would have just yeah. i would just left that thing open yeah, yeah. I just, my arms would have kept the thing from collapsing <laughs> and, and 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 yeah the whole thing is uh you know all the talk is like well even if they find it even if it's on the surface, it can't open from the outside. It's bolted inside. inside. Yeah, it's yeah, bolted. Yeah. You need special tools. It would have to be, you know, brought yeah, they, up onto they, a ship. They put people into a tin can and then like weld them in. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't have tons of sympathy because there was somebody, somebody who has been on this before said, Mike, was it Mike Reese from The Simpsons? Was it? Because on the first page, it mentions yeah. four different times. You're you're yeah. signing a waiver. You could die. Yes. If you get yeah. in this, you might die. Yeah, Mike Reese is like, well, I think it was him. He's like a, a you know, he used to be a showrunner for The Simpsons. He's a millionaire many times over. Um, but yeah, he apparently went on this or. Or I think, right. He went on something like this. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and like you said, <laughs> we saw so many, so many stats and so many memes and so many tweets and people saying, I forget what comedian it's like, I have to have my car inspected every year. So people know it's safe for me to drive on the road. But apparently you can build a sub in your backyard <laughs> and charge hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I guess James Cameron since has since gone and done like an interview and basically, you know, lambasted this company for all of its glaring yeah. safety hazards. I think uh, there's a CTV one that's really good mm. that I just I've seen him in several of them, but the CTV, which is a, a Canadian uh, network, that one is pretty good in that he starts off by lambasting the company and then goes on to lambasting the rescue effort. Ugh. So yeah. Well, but if we saw the same one, he kind of lambasted himself, saying, "I knew about this. I, uh, I should have. I should have spoken up more. Yeah, you know more because it, it was off the shelf. It was like Radio Shack." But yeah. tell the good people what you called me about instantly when you saw the report about the submersive and people's commentary on what was it CNBC or MSNBC. I sent it to the hockey Like Joe and I reference this all the time We reference airplane all the time This is a top three thing that we reference Where there's a guy on a yeah. point Counterpoint show But somebody on MSNBC Came so close to Saying word for word You know yeah, they bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting in for. I say, let them die. The, it wasn't the same cadence, but it was the same. You know, the same message was clear. Yeah. that he's like, yeah, you know, and 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 you know, my sister had posted this. You know, if the world had rallied around those of refugee ships. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Get caught afloat, get caught in a drift, get caught in like, you know, some weird current. And there's, you know, 30 people on that. Like, yeah, there wasn't there a boat. Recently? Well, there was a, there was a, like a Syrian shipwreck off the Greek coast. coast. Yeah. That, was gonna that, say. that killed like a hundred. Yeah. You know, the same week. Yes. And like, and like people don't even know about it. 
and, and yet, you know, these rich fucks, you know, and it's it's all of that. You know, it's all of that. It's like like all 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 the you know the, 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 there's one other great thread that I saw on Twitter, which is that all these you know these libertarian types will essentially go with the you know the you know screw the regulations, screw the you know whatever you know profit 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 progress progress progress. You know they rake in the money, and then when shit hits the fan, they're saying, "Oh, the government has to tell help us." Yeah, always. No, You're right? Why did why wasn't there a ragtag coast guard there? Like they they <laughs> they completely yeah completely ignore the any kind of regulation. They literally literally got a letter from this organization to you know try to stop. They you know they try to stop them. Say this is dangerous. You know this you have not you know brought this to code. Like there was a specific. I think the, it's been mentioned a few times. The I think the uh, uh, the 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 whatever the look uh, the lookout window basically was oh, only going to withstand the portal was only going to withstand like thirteen hundred meters of pressure when they were going down to four thousand meters and like there was no thing you know factor of three come out how bad yeah. can it be but so <laughs> yeah and it's also yeah it's funny to hear like people blaming like the government wouldn't intervene in like a basically illegal submersive in international yeah. waters. Right. You know, and it's just like, I thought international waters meant no rules, baby. Well, that, that's the other thing, right? Because like, I guess back in the day, right? Shipping was the transport source. So I guess just in general, like liability for shipping companies and stuff like that. It's just like, there, there's just so much that they, apparently they could get away with. So like any kind of a lawsuit, Apparently, there's like a lot of a, a relatively, you know, big hurdle because this is a kind of a shipping event. So and but the number of countries that, you know, pulled their resources, it sent ships. And even now I, I was listening to news this afternoon. They're like, oh, you know, there's five different like robots, like trying to piece right, together, right. find out what happens. Robots are taking over those jobs, man. <laughs> Wait, they didn't just put it in the Hard throw it the chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that shit at the chat GPT and they'll just, you know, <laughs> show you the video. You're right. Have AI figure out where they are. No, yeah. yeah, they found the debris field. No, so one of the things that, you know, that's one of the things that Cameron talked about is, is that I guess at some point they brought in some organization that kind of specializes some of this stuff. And so they went to the last known location and went straight down and the debris was there. Wow. Apparently something of that, like, it was like when this... Well, so like it took like this particular group something like three hours to find the wreckage, while they were looking four, five days all over the place. Oof. Like you know, we could have had this you know conclusion like four days ago or whatever. Right? You know what? In the future, just always go to James Cameron. Yeah. You know. You know. Maybe he should be the one, like you know, instead of us trying to get Elon Musk to solve all our problems, get James right. Cameron on the board. You no, know, sometimes things. people think they're too smart. I remember our our friend Ross. Basically figuring out who Ted, I can't say is the, the Unibomber. Oh, Ted Kaczynski. 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 Years before they found him. My, my, seriously, he was like, they know there's a connection between Harvard and Stanford in, in, a, in a relatively small period of time. Like a student here, a teacher here, undergrad there, professor there. They knew there was a connection. It is like cross-reference that. There's probably maybe a thousand people who fit that profile. Do a quick scan. Oh, guys married, 
two kids, pays his debt. Probably not this guy. Oh, I was gonna say no, definitely yeah. that guy. Well, and he goes, <laughs> narrow, you know, just just literally You know, went to see a movie without his wife and right. <laughs> you know, he goes, Yeah, you know, it, it was one of those, well, you know, people's rights and privacy. It's like, mm. you know what, but you you could you could pretty much and he said, probably narrow it down. And then when you find out Oh, by the way, I don't think people's rights and privacy goes out the window when terrorism is right. involved. And so, but he was saying, it's like, and then he had said this years before they found him. It's like, yeah, this is what I would do, X, Y, and C. And, you know, he's, he's a Harvard rocker professor, you know, he's a pretty smart guy. But when he did, when, when they, like, finally found him, it, it's like, okay, so how many people were living alone in a cabin, you know, disassociated with their family, you know, you know, Fired from this place, this place. It's like, yeah, the profile wasn't going to be that hard if you cross-reference those two huge factors. Yeah, and just went from there. But you know, again, you just have to listen to the experts. You're uh, Dr. Ross Salowich and James Cameron. Yeah, there you go. Well, okay. Uh, so I, I think I think we've done a self-indulgent theater on this. Oh, one. I did the Grover thing. Yeah, we, we, not dude, a dry yeah. eye in the house. You know, it's like it's like me seeing Christopher Reeves. Oh my God! Yes, all. Oh my God! Oh, to be a fly on the wall of you watching that for the first time. But you know what? I'll be a fly on the wall of you watching it for the eightieth time, <laughs> <You really> and, <laughs> or maybe not. It'll it might be one of those things where we don't watch each other watch. Because like like um, yeah. you, you and I are never going to watch it's a wonderful life together. No, because we decided that a we long might as time well be ago. Naked in front of each yeah, other. Yeah, no, not happening. So, so you mentioned Elon. I was kind of surprised to not see the uh, the Elon oh, Zuck yeah, fight. Oh my god, you're right. Okay, uh, you know it's one of those things where like uh, the Jets are playing the Colts. Can they both lose and both <laughs> quarterbacks get it? You know, it's it's like nobody wants to see it, but everybody has to see it. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. What is this? Elon Musk and who fighting? I forget. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg yeah. yeah. Is, is this yeah, is this in the metaverse or in real life? I don't know what's in, happening. Al- allegedly in real life, right? Like, well, what is real so, life nowadays? You know, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. We wouldn't have AI, you know, rend- you know rendering of it, right? So. But you hope you hope it ends like Rocky Two. Where they're both throwing oh, right. a knockout punch to each other, yeah, at the same time, the simultaneous <laughs> knockout. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I, I was going to make an awful joke. Oh. I won't. I was, I was thinking that it, it somehow ends more like Cabin in the Woods, but <laughs> oh, that's you ever see Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, it was a great movie. I saw it with management. I don't go to those movies. I don't like those movies. This was a funny movie. She talked me into going and seeing that movie. We go to a matinee. I think if we're not the only two in there, there might be two other people. Right. Five minutes into the movie, she makes me leave the theater to go make sure we are in the right theater. Right. Because of the way that that starts. Yeah. You know, you had no idea. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, what's happening? All the trailers, all the buzz, nothing. It's like, wait, is this? Is this like a remake of Office Space? Yeah. Like, yeah, right. And I did. I got out. I I looked. You know, I went outside and said yep. what movie was playing. I asked one of the ushers. He's like, "No, that's the right theater." And I went back in. I'm like, "Hang in there, buddy. This is this is the right theater, I guess." You know. Yeah. And and what I liked about it is uh, everything. Yeah. And yeah. and and when you see the release of all of those monsters, yeah. and it's it was great when it came out and we ended up getting it on on 
uh, Blu-ray that you could stop it. Because mm-hmm. when you're going through those cells really quickly yep. or people are running through, it's like every character that he was associated with made it into that movie. Right. And we were huge fans of the one season only Firefly. Yep. And the bad guys in that, <laughs> there's a cell full of Reavers, oh. you know, and that, that, you know, just so you know, great. It 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 it, re- it really was. But the whole thing, you know, we, you know, for a while, like Lori and I were just going, ding. Oh, you know, ding. oh I'm gonna have to rewatch the movie because I'm not quite remembering the references you guys are making. And it, that was, one is just, you know, like the, the just the rev, you know, like elevators, the, the oh, elevator yes. thing, right? Yeah. And so every time the elevator goes ding, oh, you know, God. and then I, right? I saw I saw it the one time on on video, and then uh, I, I loved it. Yeah. And but yeah, I got to go back to it. One, by yeah. the way, just you, you for some reason reminded me of like movie surprises where you go into a movie and you you're like, oh my god, it's this. Is when I went to see South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Big mm. South Park fan, 1999. All right, let's see. What, I didn't watch many trailers or I, whatever trailers were out were kind of you know generic. Um, and then I went in, and all of a sudden, there's like the you know the the, the, the twinkly music. And I'm like, oh no, oh my god, it's a musical, you know? Like <laughs> I walked into a, a musical, <laughs> and uh, I was delighted. Right. One of my favorite movies. You have to see Book of Mormon, by the way. I, I you know, I yeah, we will talk about that. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you and I might have a New York trip. Um, maybe one of your kids, maybe one of my kids, and we might. Or maybe just, neither of our kids. You know what? Just us. <laughs> Do we wait for the Back to the Future play to come out and do it? Do a- <laughs> yeah, there is a Back to the Future musical. That's so, I, yeah, yeah. so just to be clear, this is two cis, mostly straight white dudes. white guys, one mid fifties, one mid forties, planning a getaway weekend to see, see musicals. musicals together. <laughs> hey, man, that's progress, baby. Oh, you know, um, as as um, you know, Neil what, Patrick Harris sang in the opening number of the Tonys after Book of Mormon like swept the previous year. The musical number was um, Broadway isn't just for gays anymore. Management and I first started dating. This is before the big movie theater seats that really reclined. Right, where you fall asleep in. Right, right. I, I like to space out, so. We're madly in love, but we would go to matinees in the middle of the day. I like my space. Yes. So I would have a <laughs> seat between us. And she's like, why are you sitting next to me? I'm like, that's a gay seat. But what year was this? That, that was 2003, oh 2004. My God. Yes. You know, eons ago. So you might as well have been in the Jim Crow South. You know, if, if, if us two. You know, mostly straight, like uh, white guy. Go to Broadway. We can't afford, right? <laughs> oh no, no, you're sitting on my lap. That's how, we're going all the way, man. Exactly. If these seats are 150 bucks, and yeah, no, you're gonna be you're gonna be in the standing room, and one of you is gonna be behind the other. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm going the in, second I'm, act. You're on my shoulders. I'm going dressed as an usher, and I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna show Jacques to his seat. Quotation <laughs> mark. <laughs> Oh man! So, I when I talk, we're just too small to be canceled, aren't we? <laughs> when when I talk about, um, you know, uh, uh, that that I'm over my sports thing to the point where I don't even have the sports radio stations on my car preset. 
You know, I, I no, you, you, you should you should never have had that. Sure, you are right. You know what? But you know, we've talked about how football f u t b a l is such yeah, a big yeah. thing in our house. Yeah. Don't forget the accent. Yes, yeah. exactly. No, I meant the Spanish. No, accent. Uh, yeah, over the and <laughs> no, no, you say the Spanish accent. Football. Yeah, football is life, muchacho. Um, Danny Rojas, thank you. Who, by the way, for us Ted Lasso fans. Played professionally in Mexico and Portugal before he became an actor. Wow. You know, actually a real life professional guy. Anyways, anyways, the earth shattering news. And I don't know. Do you guys realize how big of a deal it is that Messi is coming to play yeah. in the MLS? Yeah. I, Absolutely. I suppose so. No, yeah. it, it's like it. And I mean, it's, it's to go funny. from FIFA to MLS. Yeah, because I don't like, you know, we've we've got we've gotten better and better about not talking politics and stupid things. But when the USFL was a thing, um, when Fuckstick was trying to destroy the USFL, <laughs> he went out and signed Herschel Walker to come to the USFL. And paid was going like whatever. Let's say each team's salary, you know, 1984 was two million dollars. He offered him something like eight million dollars a year, like three times what entire team's salaries were to come play. He signed him. Everybody thought it was a big deal. It was the first. I don't know, Biff. Uh, let's go back to our world. Like who? Like like when Derek Sanderson went went to the Philadelphia Blades. You know when Jerry Cheevers right. went. It was uh, a Bobby Hall was the first right, million right, dollar yes. uh, hockey player. I think I want to say uh, uh, Derek Sanderson was the first guy to get paid a million dollars, and he did not have to play yeah. road games that and that had them fly. He was so paranoid of flying he only had to play road games that were bus trips and he got paid a million dollars or three million ridiculous but what what fuck strip fuck stick trump did signed herschel walker got all the press had a conference call with all the other owners and says this helps the whole league him being here we're all going to split his salary and the other owners were saying oh fuck yourself no the MLS said, yes, of course we will pay part of his salary to come here, wow. even though he's the best player who's going to play against us because. But a rising tide lifts all ships. And, kind of thing. Yeah. and yeah. He, so he turned down a guaranteed like billion dollar plus thing from the Saudi league that Ronaldo went to. And we've yeah. had discussions. Yeah. Our, our 13-year-old loves Ronaldo and his best friend loves Messi and they're always going back and forth. And when we went to the revs game, when the game was over and people are falling out, they're stopping people, Messi or Ronaldo. And then whatever the person said, the other one would hit the other one. It's like, ah, you lose. And it went on. It was all the way to the parking lot and people loved it. They love the, the rivalry, but he wants he wants a Ronaldo, jer- a, 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 a Ronaldo jersey. And we're like, you cannot buy that jersey. We will not support that. That is not happening. You want you want when he played for Portugal, we will get you a Portugal jersey. Yeah. You you want a uh, Madrid, we'll get you Madrid. You already have the Manchester United. Any team he's played on, you can have that. But Messi turned the money down and on paper he's only uh, finger qu- oh, yeah, it says right here in my notes. Use finger quotes. Only getting one hundred and fifty, but that's salary. But he gets a percentage of the team, percentage of the gates, 
So when you go to a Rebs game, if we go tomorrow, it might rain. So you're talking 20,000. If it's a nice night, there might be 25, 28,000 people there. When Messi comes to town, there will be 66,000. It will be the Patriots playing the Colts in a playoff game 2014. It, it will yeah. be that level, you know, excitement. Because Biff, you know, Biff's been in L.A. for longer than I have. The Galaxy did well, has always done okay. Yeah. And when yeah. they got Beckham, it did very well. And their stadium, I forget what it's called now. It was a Home Depot Center. It was it's the, used to be, yeah. It yeah, was the it, home, yeah. It's 30,000. It was the Home Depot. I think it's 30,000. If, if, yeah, around there. Yeah, I think so. It was the first MLS stadium built solely for the MLS. That's why it's only 30,000. Right. Mexico plays Ecuador in a friendly at the Coliseum that holds 110,000. There's 140,000 people there. Yeah. Like there are, I've been to those things. There is 20, 30,000 people tailgating in the, in the area around it. You could have a friendly between, you know, you know, Panama yeah. and Colombia at the Rose bowl. And they're going to have more people than if UCLA Trojan or UCLA yeah. Bruins, you know, make it, to the Rose Bowl, and they're the whole team yeah. in, in the Rose yeah. Bowl. You you will have it. Messi, so you could get into Miami prices. The cheapest ticket to get in the building was $22. It's now 1000 And Wow. Yeah, 1000 wow. Those, as our friend Taylor calls them, in the ticket building, you know. Right. Just get in. Well, at least the money's going to a good cause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, dude, it's huge that yeah. he's coming because he's older. But it, it, when Beckham came here, yeah. it, it, you know, it. If you guys remember, it was a big deal for my wife because she loved the Spice Girls, and they were coming here because he still had a little gas left in the tank. But they were building the Victoria Beckham brand. It. They. They were. They were also going through a public possible divorce you know the the whole scandal like him uh oh, oh who is he fucking everyone. oh everyone okay okay yeah, see yeah. I, you have the same notes yes I I okay yes. and so it's like okay we got to get the hell out of this tiny little island and go where we're just going to be other celebrities but we will still up our brand but this messy coming you know what you it's gretzky going to la you know in, in 86 87 88 uh, it was 80. So he came in the 88, 89 season. Okay. In, and, yeah. and, and now because Gretzky went to LA, that's why there's the Phoenix coyotes. That's why there's the San Jose sharks. That's why there was the last two rounds of expansion. Um, so, so this is huge. It's absolutely huge. And it's funny because I, I instantly thought, Oh man, I should buy Rev tickets because they're the, only going to go up. The one game that Miami comes to next year would pay for the entire season. However, there's no way he's not going to like that's a game that you know what? Next year he'll be 14. I might buy him a ticket and let him go in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you go in, but we're not both paying five hundred dollars to. See. I I get it. If he if he if the the level it might be it might be cheaper to go to uh, Florida to get one of the home games, right? You know, at, it, it is it, it is crazy. But we we over the next month 
might do a couple MSL trips because I didn't know there was a team in Toronto. Why would I? You know, I knew there was a team in Montreal and there's a Six Flags up there. That's a four hour, four and a half hour drive each way. That could be a day trip, but we'll stay overnight. We'll do Six Flags one night to a game. We, we might go. Um, there's a Six Flags in Buffalo, do Six Flags Niagara Falls, and then shoot over to Toronto, which is only, you know, two hours up. No, he loves right. it. You know, so, you know, the oldest guy decided, uh, can I leave school early, the second to last day to go to work? Can I not go the next day? The little guy, after we drop him off, we're running errands, sees a couple kids at the Yule Field who didn't look like college kids because they're not. They're eighth grade going to ninth who are just running a camp by themselves. Some local kids right. pulled over. So he's been on summer vacation three days, and he's been at a pitch three to four hours every day, you know, since then. So he's all – this is the real deal for him. Mm. Um, you know, but uh, anyways, but Messi coming here, that's – that's I, I don't remember oh. a bigger thing in sports yeah. in a while. That's exciting. So when is, when is he going to be there? Do you know? This next season. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's coming this season. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, and, you know, and that's one of those things. They thought when Beckham came over, are other people going to follow him? Is that going to, is that going to up the brand? Are other people going to say, hey, you know, mm. he's making less money, but he's playing in Los Angeles versus, you know, a Liverpool or Tentenham, you know, some of the smaller clubs, you know, AFC Richmond, for instance, you know what I mean? If That's not a real team. It is a real team. It's a real team in FIFA that's and in right. my heart. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. And, you know, it's funny because my little guy, it's like talking to Biff about hockey now. He knows players 30 years before he was born mm. and he'll be like comparing it's like oh this world cup to that world cup and he knows all the players and it'd be like oh do you know this because they're all in the what? fifa game and yep. you have these classic teams where you compare all of them and he's always like you know who's your favorite center midfielder uh mcadoo <laughs> afc richmond uh -huh. are all my favorite jamie tarts my favorite striker <laughs> you know all of that stuff you know um, do 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 Yep, exactly. Jamie Tartuch. Now shut up. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh yeah, and you got anything. Oh, so the live golf thing. The, yeah. the it, I wonder I wonder if people like John, our friend John, are gonna get phone calls. Not he doesn't handle this kind of law. Right. But there are huge golfers who got paid, we will pay you a guaranteed hundred million dollars to come golf here. And yep. they said Fuck you. We don't want your blood money. We're staying with the PGA. And the PGA said, that's right. We don't want their blood money either. Thank you for staying with the PGA. Well, yeah. I mean, PG, PGA pretty much kind of sent that memo out, right? Saying, right. You right. can't play for both. You, you can be in one. You can't play for the WHA and the NHL. You can't play in the USFL and the NFL. You can't play for Live Golf. Ironic name, you know, for Bone Saw McGee. Uh-huh. But um, why? What happened? <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> but uh, so now. So all what? these players who gave away, who could have signed. They could have signed. Yeah. They could have sold their soul for a much higher. Yeah. Well, th now they're not given a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're not given a choice. This is yeah. part of it. Yeah. So if I, I want to be a professional golfer. There's no other game in town. I yeah. can't. There's no ABA yeah. for me to go to. Right. So, but had they signed with with Live Golf six months ago, 
they could have made an extra hundred million dollars, but because they're, you know, you know, PGA sold them out. Yeah. Because the PGA got all that money. Yeah, the PGA took the deal where they merged with the yep. uh, with Live Golf, and now, yeah, now it's uh, it's good times to be had by all. But that's uh, that's a, that's one of those like the it's the the Middle East countries kind of kind of diversifying to other area things, right? Because I mean, I don't know if you saw that um, uh, a Qatari uh, organization is buying a stakes in the there's a uh, a company that owns like a bunch of the Washington area sports teams, and mm. so that's kind of you know I think that's there's there's a general you know yeah it's, they're it's, just trying to get into this world right and, and it's astounding because they have um what's the number higher than a lot infinite money they yeah. do to, to basically buy the world. What's interesting is so our courtship started ten years ago with the Qataris. Uh, it was early 2013 that uh, around this time, it was it was early summer 2013 that management first nannied for the royal yeah. family in L.A. You know, almost a year before we took the we she took the job that moved us there. When we started to go back and forth, and I started looking into the sports. You know, it's like I wanted to make sure there was hockey for me to play jujitsu and becoming friends with some people. At the same time, I had just done. The one and only tennis event I did as far as booking a celebrity. And I had the woman who played Jan from The Office do, oh, it's up in Palm Springs. Uh, Indian Wells. Indian Wells. It's considered the fifth leg of the Grand Slam. It's not technically a Grand Slam, but it's a fifth leg. Being in the owner's box and talking to everybody and and getting a, a crash course on how tennis works the two days we were up there. Qatar had been for the last couple years working incredibly hard to get that tournament to come over to Qatar. They built a, if you build it, they will come at a state of the art. It had like 5,000 more seats than this stadium. Absolutely brand new. And the person who owned Indian Wells ended up having to dump in like $25 million dollars out of their own pocket to refurbish their stadium because tennis was on the cusp of saying, yeah, we're going to pull this tournament from you and it's going to go to Qatar. So when we get over to Qatar, there's this gorgeous stadium. <clears throat> Empty. <laughs> you know, they, they have other tournaments there, but it ain't a pro tennis tour. And somebody that I became friendly with, not friends with, um, somebody through somebody my wife worked with, Somebody my wife worked with worked on the Qatari. I forget the name of the committee, but what's going to happen after the World Cup? And this is eight years before the World Cup happened. She also had left the job with the Qatar Olympic Committee. And that is still a thing. They're still trying to get the Olympics. And Qatar late, you know, the aughts, like 2006, eight, somewhere around then made the calculus. Okay, there's radius clauses we can't get a big theme park. We can't get an Atlantis. We can't get a Universal. We can't get a Legoland because Dubai had them all. And, the, mm. and you can't have them. So they said, we're going to go all in on sports tourism. And mm. that's what Qatar, that's why Qatar went out and they bought the World Cup. They bribed their way to the World Cup. 
And when people said, oh, you will never get the Olympics, more and more people don't want the Olympics because it costs so much. No. It's a lost leader. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, we have these stadiums now. We have the infrastructure now. That's why the last time the Olympics did a bid, they gave they they did two Olympics in a row, like 24 and 28 at the same time, because fewer people are submitting bids. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. if we wait another four, if the next Olympics goes as bad yeah. as the last five. I'm hearing the Paris 2024 is going very well. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, and, 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 and Sochi and right. You look at all of them. I hate to say it. The last time the Olympics made money was when Mitt Romney took over the Winter Olympics. And uh, in Utah in 92, 96, because things were going sideways yeah. and he stepped. No, 90, yeah, 96. And he stepped. Well, no, no, in. no. It's, it's actually like, wasn't it like. 98? Because 98 is Nagano, they, right? They had so, a year where they went. Oh, they, they went. It was two years. Right. It was two years, not it four years. It was Lilyhammer in 94. And then, I mean, Atlanta had the summer in 96. Right, right, right. So maybe I wanted to say it's 2002. Oh, 2002. You're right. Maybe, okay. It was a 2000. So, so, and he came in and they had the infrastructure. Look, I mean, for all the faults you could possibly have with him, which are a lot, he is good at some stuff. And he, and, and that's the last time. Bringing socialized medicine to Massachusetts. Yeah. Mm. And, 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 and Biff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And no, no, you're right. Yeah, no, no, I, I know. I, I know. And, I, I, and it, 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 gutting it, Toys R Us. And gay marriage. All right. All right. Gay like, no, gay marriage yeah. and socialized medicine under the Republican Mitt Romney. So thank you. Um, anyways, a Mormon yep. Mitt Romney, right? So, so it's interesting, you know, you know what, you know, what a big deal, you know, all that is because Qatar made the decision. That's what we're going to go after. Saudi Arabia and Qatar, they're not uh, simpartico. And a lot of this is Saudi saying, oh, okay. Flexing. Yeah. Like, oh, you had the World Cup? How quaint. Right. That was a one-off. We are going to take over, uh, let me look, everything, everything. else. Um, but uh, I, I just don't see Qatar ever getting the Olympics. If somebody told you in 2007 they were going to get the World Cup and that the World Cup was going to push four months, which would screw up the Premier League and La Liga, uh, the Spanish. That, no, that, that, that's not that's not why that's not it's not about I think the I think there's like two bad, you know, uh, fact, no, it's two opposing factors that really make it harder. Number one is that they've kind of um, demonstrated, you know, not great, you know human rights behavior in constructing for the world cup. So that's part one. Yep. And then part two, uh, well, actually there's three parts, actually, technically part two is that it turns out that, Hey, summer weather in uh, Qatar really, really sucks for <laughs> outdoor sports. So that's part two. And then part three was uh, alcohol. What? You right. Know, so. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, that's a, but I just think, and so like that with the way some of the, you know, the tendencies, I mean, obviously the, you know, the golf thing is not great, but the golf is like as that is as, you know, a backward misogynistic, you know, conservative sport as there is. Right. Whereas Olympics is a lit, you know, they, they're supposed to be a little bit more forward looking. Right. right. So, so. The, so there is drinking in guitar. It's very controlled. They expanded a little. It was, it was an issue. Yeah. However, have you ever flown over Saudi Arabia, Biff? No, no, no. 
they come around. You didn't ask me if I've ever Have flown. you ever flown over Saudi Arabia or Kuwait? I have not. Okay. They come and get your beverages from you. You cannot be drinking in their airspace. And right. if you're on a flight and the drink car comes by and you say, oh, I would like a beverage, please. They'll be like, you have to finish that in the next four minutes. Yeah. Or you can wait a couple hours when we get over their airspace, but you yeah. can't even drink in their airspace. So if, if that was one of the, and, and the weather and, and it is what it is. No, I don't think Qatar will get an Olympics. I also look, the stadiums were fine. That wasn't the problem. Those stadiums and the air conditioning, it can be 115 outside, which it was, <laughs> um, but inside it's great. The problem is, you know, it's not, it's not the athletes, yeah. it's competing. Yeah. It's yeah. the people who are my size and Biff's size yeah. waiting outside an hour for their shuttle bus who will yeah. die. Yeah. I just, I just think that, you know, they're, you know, they're trying, you know, Olympics are trying to make money and I don't know, like, and maybe Qatar is going to go ahead and pay them enough, but still, I just don't, I just think that there's just going to be so much um, like negative pub and Olympics have done enough of that, you know, stupidity on their own that they probably want to avoid this from the start. That's what I think. But think of all the slave jobs it will create. Right. You know, well, like maybe, yeah. all that, all that all slave labor. Service. Yeah. Mm. Well, now, may, now maybe if Qatar started to do their own, you know, like, was a little bit better about like, you know, maybe, you know, human rights. Uh, I will say, human rights, you know, <laughs> having been there from 2014 to 2018, yeah. It was 17 was the last time I 18 was the last time I was there. Night and day difference. No, they don't have unions in OSHA, yeah. but it did. They they grew probably 25, 30 years in rights inside a three, four year window. Yeah. Not because yeah. they wanted to. Well, because they had to. Because they yeah. had but yeah. the, the Olympics kinda also I mean the, the Olympics, the World Cup shone a yeah. light on the atrocities. Right. No, the World happening. Cup didn't, but the people who were pissed it went there. Certainly yeah. did. The British were led the charge, the BBC. But at the same time, you know, they went to China, you know, during that. And it's like China started rounding up all the undesirable people who yeah. just went away. And all the human rights people said, hey, you're doing this horrible thing. They're like, uh-huh. And, you know, yeah. and yeah. Russia, same thing. They were using slave labor because they were so far behind with the social went like they were literally building the the um yeah. the athletes like a, yeah. you know yeah locker right the lodging yeah a lodging yeah. Yeah, a yeah as as the olympic torch was being lit in the stadium yeah. and uh not being paid a living wage um yeah. you know so, type thing. so i'm not living so i'm not living and 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 so so it's one it's one of those funny things and, I, and I, the best conversation i ever had i remember guitar he wasn't being a dick but he was saying no no you're right Things are getting, things should get better. They are getting better. I wish you were getting better faster, but uh, you have a smartphone, right? Do you think that phone was built was ethically sourced labor? You know, and he was right. saying, you know, it's like, yeah, the, uh, and he made all the jokes that people were saying at the time. It's like, yeah, no, it's like, that's yeah. the best. Oh, you got Nikes. Oh, those are the best shoes a six year old Chinese kid could make for a right, dollar right. a week. So, Get off your high horse, everybody else, until you. Well, you know, I, I think the the point that that person misses is that you know what, like, uh, Olympics could go elsewhere, and we don't have to kind of face that guilt. And and whereas you know, it's like, 
Yeah, we're not going to go elsewhere for our phones. We're not going to have, we know, there is no real ethically sourced phones. There's no ethically sourced, you know, high-end athletic, you know, shoes, right? And so that's where we're saying, oh, you know, we don't have a choice, blah, blah, blah. People are lazy that way. Whereas with the Olympics, yeah, you know what? We don't have to go there. There's all these other places where we can do it, and we don't have to, you know, deal with that that shittiness i mean that's the difference well it's funny because you know guests of this podcast uh tom rogan who owns um good now chocolate completely completely ethically sourced for years finding the beans and making deals with the villages and making sure that the money went here now that's why their candy bars are 12 dollars. that's what i was gonna say i don't want to pay 20 bucks for a fucking zag nut yeah yeah (laughs) you know it's like yeah you know it are his candy bars much better than anything you're getting at Market Basket? Yeah. hundred percent. But guess what? The stuff I'm getting at Market Basket, pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah. Makes, you know, makes me less sad. Yes. You know, Joe, I don't know why they call them Melt Duds. Because everyone's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe we should... Uh, wrap this up. Yeah, point wrap it up. The, point yeah, it over yeah, your so shoulder. Wrap up. Um, wrap. Yeah, uh, you know, we talk about, like, you know... Uh, show I start watching this week, Silo. I'm four episodes in, and then I start realizing, oh man, this might not be a one season episode, but it's one of those shows where I really hope it's a one season thing. You know, these people live in an underground structure for 140 years. Nobody knows what happened outside. It's all that, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, are they going to leave the island? Are they in purgatory? You know, type thing. And my dad said, oh, I've been watching. It's great. There's look, I already saw the flash. I'm not going to watch anything that else is going to. I'm, I'm I'm on the thinnest device as it is. So I, I, I don't. So I started. So, watching so you're it. saying you're saying uh, back to porn. Back, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Never yeah, left. You know, no, I, I'm so faithful to my wife. I I only watch porn with. No women. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I owe. But but I, I'm watching it. I'm like, it's good. I like it. But I, I'm like, I don't want to in three years. It's like, oh, wait, can you go outside? Is it safe? You know, is it, is it, blah, blah, blah. You know, one of those yeah. kind of things. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm, yeah, you don't want to be jerked around. Well. Um, yeah. So what, you, what won't jerk you around is the new season of The Righteous Gemstones on oh. HBO. I watched two episodes. Yeah. So good. Then it just... Mm. Uh, I have to say that Edie Patterson, who plays Jody, uh, right, the daughter on the like all three of the like the leads, Adam Devine, uh, Edie Patterson, and um, Danny McBride, who played just the worst, worst pieces of shit <laughs> people on the face of the earth. They're so goddamn funny with each other. But Edie Patterson, especially in this season, the two episodes that I've seen, like she should win an Emmy because she's that like good at just being like a just a despicable, whiny, just immature. John Goodman's great. John Goodman's great. John Goodman's CGI great. John Goodman's great. When they flash back to the nineties, man, John Goodman's lost a gazillion pounds, right? Yeah, yeah. he had the um, gastric bypass, I think. Okay, years ago. But it's you know, yeah. I've, he's only dropped two episodes. I've seen him, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, the smut busters. Oh. <laughs> I don't think we should be burning these. <laughs> yeah, we shut the place down until they restock. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> right. Oh God. Oh, the righteous gemstones. If you're not watching that, sorry, Biff. I got maybe maybe I gotta get you on the HBO or on the Max. <laughs> the, 
get you on Max before they before they turn it into a reality show and they start Ooh. delisting all the HBO shit. By the way, uh, speaking of uh, shitty things happening and uh, uh, Discovery Warner Brothers, um, did you hear about the powwow between like Steven Spielberg and maybe it was Scorsese and like one other major director meeting with David Zaslav, essentially he's going, hey, we understand you are maybe gutting Turner Classic Movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, they got involved, huh? Yeah, they're oh, like, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe that's not such a good idea. So, yeah, they did. I guess Warner Brothers Discovery did like let go like some really top executives over at TCM, right. which was like a big like, uh oh, things are starting to crumble, you know, sign. So I guess like these big, big time directors in, in Hollywood are like, hey, that's a nice channel we got there. It'd be a shame if something went, you know, uh, did go wrong with it. And uh, maybe, maybe there might be a reversal of that in the future. But you know what? Um, um, I heard that David Zaslav likes money, and maybe that'll win out instead. Oh, but not that I watch Turner Classic movies, but I like the I, option I that's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, Turner Classic movies is like the Sandlot now. You know, like it's like Forrest Gump. It's like, wait a minute, that's not. Oh wait, it is. 30 years old you know nirvana's not classic rock <laughs> rock is classic <laughs> rock's jazz man we, we all know that right so i mean if you think about it right like nirvana is 30 years ago right over yeah yeah right so 90, it's 90, essentially 91 92 right broke let's 91, say yeah right so let's say 30 years ago and let's say we're talking about what we were listening to and you know but let's say 86 or 87 right yeah just think about the stuff that was in the you know like 56 and 50 you know Pre Beatles, pre you know Stones, yeah. pre Zeppelin, well, right? Yeah. It was it was sep- that, you know. it was September eleventh, nineteen ninety one that they played on Saturday Night Live, and that's the day when you see all the behind the musics with like you know Poison and Molly Crew. They're like, yeah, that's the day Oops. our career died. Like right. like we went from stadiums to like you know yeah, and then that's when Axl Rose said, no, no, we're putting out a double album. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but seriously, so that was thirty two years ago. So minus ninety one minus thirty two. You're talking it's like fifty eight. Like what was the music that was that you know so in nineteen fifty yeah I know like, like, well, like, I would I would look up the number one song what was number one nineteen fifty what was number one in nineteen fifty eight on the um Canadian Volare <laughs> okay six months later six weeks later six weeks later yeah. wake up little Susie uh-huh. so number one is Volare Volare right wow By, uh, Volare was that Dean right. number two yeah. Number two is All I Have to Do is Dream by the Everly Brothers. Dream. Yeah, that's Good the song. Dream, dream, Killer song. Dream. Those yeah. guys, man. But I mean, you know, Fucking right? Yes, I mean, just if you it. think about it, relatively speaking, right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like the delta between, you know, 86 music and All I Have to Do is Dream is so much bigger than whatever's out now and, say, Nirvana. Wait, yeah. Singing the Everly Brothers just now brought back the, like, um, the commercial for like you know songs of the fifties or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, like, those great right, right, right. Like, oh Donna. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. They used to, I used to have like that and Freedom Rock. Oh, hey man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man. We'll turn it oh. up, man. In the white room, yeah, with At black curtains. curtains, yeah. So yeah, the, you know the you know the the day the music died. Um, you know when they the, you know those the big like, popper, whatever, Buddy Holly, you know yeah. Richie Valens, you know the big popper, died. Yeah. That was 1959. Wow, yeah. so at the height of their powers, 1959. So there you go. 
a long, long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Any parenting tip, gentlemen? Not today. You said gentlemen, and I don't respond to that. <laughs> so I'm very, very proud of my, my eldest. Um, you know, he last two semesters made honor roll. The less we gave a shit, it's like, dude, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, it. it's like, we just got your work done. You know, he didn't get into the high school he wanted, which was a bummer, but he's excited about like going to Lowell High, second biggest high school in the state. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, you know, have fun, relax, you know, don't put pressure on yourself. You know, no one gives a fuck, you know, you didn't get into school you want, you're not going to. So just, you know, show up get work done and somehow he took that as oh i better work harder you know on his own <laughs> then he gets his job now here's my parenting tip uh you know how to make their mistakes and when you guide them down a path that they then ignore and they cause pain and anguish to themselves because they know better than you about how much sunblock they may or may not need <laughs> seven hours out in the sun at their job. Because he's not the oldest one uh, about eight months ago had when, when he had a checkup had a B12 deficiency. Do you know what 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 a B12 deficiency is, Joe? I know a vitamin D deficiency. Oh, vitamin D. I'm sorry. He had a vitamin D deficiency. Ah, okay. Is that what you were leading? Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Shades Down playing his games all day uh, was in simpatico with Mr. Sunshine. Right. Like you can take these uh, these D vitamins that look like a horse tranquilizer or go the fuck outside. Yeah. For a little bit. Uh, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're like, we, we burn easy. Our people, you know. Right. Get some sun, but not all. Interesting, because you know, my 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 mother never told me to put on sunscreen because <laughs> she didn't love you. She yeah, must have been. So, uh, so we like 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 last summer had to find him to go use the pool. If he went out there, half hour, forty five minutes, maybe his mom made him put it on. I would suggest, but I wouldn't make him. But now he went to his the three days of training were fine. The three hours of training on Tuesday, fine. The three hours of training Wednesday, cloudy, overcast. Training for for lifeguarding. Ah, okay. Uh, but he had a seven hour shift yesterday, and when I picked him up, he mm-hmm. was his feet were burnt. Like like that that oh. was some of the worst. And you know, I had to go get aloe. And hello, <laughs> you know. uh, Poor girl at CVS. It's like, yeah, we're looking for aloe. I don't think we sell aloe. I'm like, you're a pharmacy. <laughs> you sell aloe. CVS.com, aloe. Can you tell me where this is? Right. Oh, it's over in skincare. Uh, yeah. But like, honestly. We just, we just have the plant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Which, which, yeah, which, we have an aloe plant. Do you really? Yeah. I, I remember, you know, <laughs> Liverpool Ross, Pasadena. He burned himself on the stove, walked over the plant, took off a leaf, pu- broken in half and just rubbed it on his finger and i'm like what are you doing mm-hmm. anyways rocket science he knows what he's doing you know but so my parenting tip is like okay just sometimes you gotta say what the fuck and now that's a life lesson i could have harped on him all summer put on sunblock put on sunblock call him every two hours did you more sunblock on do you want me to come down and put on your back right. in front of you our friends to, you wanted to be the jewish mother inside of you i really you did <laughs> oh but uh, but you know what? I don't think I'm gonna have to remind him anytime this summer or ever. Yeah. So, 
sometimes you just gotta say what the fuck mm. suffering uh, teaches so much you know it really it really does that's uh, the parenting tip of the day suffering teaches so much yes <laughs> thank you suffering and thank you yeah. listeners thank you biff thank you jacques thank you joe for coming on our podcast and listen to us yap for uh check my watch seven hours <laughs> uh yeah, it's been fun. I'm sure Jock will edit none of this out. <laughs> it's just going to be one long stream of consciousness, no punctuation, like an E.E. E. Cummings poem. <laughs> just, <laughs> but uh, anyways, I'm glad that you're still listening. Check out our podcast next week when we speak with uh, Nick Fucking Powell and Extina, uh, two comics on the rise. In the city of Lowell. Uh, by the way, Lowell Comedy Boom. Don't know if you heard if there was ever uh, proof that there was a Lowell Comedy Boom. Check the Lowell Sun newspaper. That's right. King of Dead Media strikes again. Jacques Lambert was on the cover. The color version of the newspaper. Sunday, Father's Day makes the cover of the Lowell Sun to promote Lowell comedy. And um, yeah, uh, I couldn't be a, a prouder friend. Um, I didn't go and buy a paper, of course. I don't live in Lowell, nor do I want to drive up there. It's smelly. Um, <laughs> but it, no, it, it was surprising. There's an article out there. I'm sure Jacques has shared it, right? You shared it on the Carnival Personnel podcast at Carnival Podcast on Twitter, uh, which is not a racist hellhole yet. I am not constantly being followed by sex bots literally every day. I have to block all of these goddamn fucking accounts. Yeah, when, when Elon takes over, man, he's going to take out the bots and he's going to... No, I'm getting more fucking weird, gross, um, hot sex bots. <laughs> And I don't want them following me because then my wife's going to be asking me, hey, why are these sex bots following you? I'm like, no, no, it's not the sex bots. You see, um, I ended up in me knickers here. And then, I, you know, the jubblies came out. And then, uh, <sighs> anyways, but you know, what I'm trying to say is that uh, Jacques is on the rise. He, uh, what, 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 what media will you be conquering next? Will it be the uh, CB radio? Well, I, are we going to be on MySpace? Who knows? I, I heard I heard he's going to be appear as, on an interview on the uh, TV Guide. Yes, right. The night he's going to make the cover of TV Guide. TV Guide. Oh my God! Perfect. Yeah, right next door. Like he'll be like holding like a martini and a cigarette. You know, be somebody. Uh, <laughs> oh, if only there was a well, Doctor Pepper and peanut butter cups. But yes, no. right. I'll take it. I would. I would love that. Um, Actually, yeah, I would love to see Jacques with a cocktail glass with root beer in it, and then the you know stat, no, those you know Reese's buttercups stabbed into toothpicks inside the uh, the cocktail glass. That's what we need to see. Wearing a hockey jersey. Wearing wearing a hockey jersey. Yeah. Oh my God! Make it happen, internet. Make it happen. Um, oh, oh yeah. Um, don't forget.